Welcome to the Cocktail Lovers Podcast. I'm Gary. And I'm Sandra. And together we are the Cocktail Lovers. We're a married couple and we've been writing about cocktails for the past 12 years. But this is the place where we're going to be talking about cocktails. We're going to be talking about products. We're going to be talking about books. And we're going to be talking about the bars that we love and we think that you will love too. We'll also be checking in with some of the biggest names in the industry and asking them to share their top tips with us to help you up your mixing game at home. We like to think of ourselves as your new best friends, cocktail-wise. So let's hear what's on the show this week. There are thousands of amazing bars around the world, but only 50 of them can make it onto the world's 50 best bars list. We were at the ceremony last week where the Connaught Bar in London secured the top spot for the second year in a row, and 49 other teams from around the world found out where they were placed on the list, as voted by members of the World's 50 Best Bars Academy. This year's edition features bars from 17 countries, including Australia, Singapore, Spain, Sweden, Mexico, India, Greece and Russia. Obviously, we couldn't speak to all 50, but we did manage to catch up with a Connaught Bar team, our very first guest on this podcast, and also a few of the movers and shakers who received special awards on the night including Lynette Marrero, named Altos Bartender's Bartender, and the team from Thunderbolt in Los Angeles, winners of the Campari One to Watch. Huge congratulations to everyone. And for the full list, special awards, and those positioned at numbers 51 to 100, see thecocktaillovers.com and be sure to pay the bars a visit when you're out and about on your travels. So, very exciting. We're here with our gorgeous, gorgeous, lovely lady, Lynette Marrero, who has won one of the most coveted awards, I would say, in this actual 50, World's 50 Best. Tell us all about you, where you're from, and what you've won. Okay, so uh, my name is Lynette Marrero, and I am the 2021 Altos Bartenders Bartender. It's a very special award. It's voted on by my peers, is by the um, actually the group in the 50 Best. So I was very surprised and very honored to receive this um, and hear about it this year. I am here from New York City. Um, I manage uh, a couple of venues there, Peruvian Concepts Llama Inn in Brooklyn and Llama San in Manhattan. I'm also the co-founder of Speed Rack, which is an all-women's bartending competition that raises money globally for breast cancer research and education. This year, I got into a lot of uh, things like Restaurant Workers Community Foundation, really helping to work on, you know, take care of this community while we were going through some really insane times. Um, so it's it's been a it's a beautiful reunion that we're here. It's been a long time since I've been in London, um, and I'm so excited to see everyone and connect because I think we've all been missing this human connection for the last year and a half. Absolutely. And also, this is one of the most, as I said before, I think it's one of the most coveted awards because it is voted for by your peers. What does it mean to you to actually get that recognition? Oh, I it means a lot. It's it's a, a lot of, you know, it's not a it's not an award you go out and you're trying to campaign for. So I think it's it's something that you feel very seen. And it's, you know, you're like, wow, I whatever I did resonated with my with the people who 
uh, I respect this community. And it was definitely a little emotional mm, when yeah. Mark called me. Well, you're getting me. emotional now, and, uh, which is lovely. It is, yeah. but, it's, but that's the thing. You know, we all work so hard in this past year and a half was so challenging, but I think it's how we all chose to reach out and how we chose not to let the pandemic keep us away. So whatever way we were communicating, whether it was through virtual activities we were involved in and, and the fact that whatever I was doing resonated with my peers uh, is, is an extreme honor. Also, could you, you know, because I'm exhausted just listening to <laughs> what you've been doing and they're, they're all amazing things. But just for the benefit of our listeners, could you just tell us a little bit how you got into this wonderful industry? Um, by accident, I got into this industry. Uh, you know, it's not something I was ever planning to do. Um, originally, I was doing Broadway and, and, you know, I never wanted to be the cliche waiter actor. Um, so unfortunately, things turned around and I ended up with a, you know, a cocktail tray in my hand and I went for it. And when I found, I worked with Julie Reiner at the Flatiron Lounge was where I really found um, my passion for this industry. And I saw that, you know, you could have theater and drama and you could have artistry expressed through cocktails. Um, and I was very lucky to be in New York at a time when this was really starting and to have access to amazing mentors like Dale DeGroff and Audrey Saunders and Gaz Regan and people who, you know, have really who still mm. stand the test of time of helping us bring this back. Sasha Petrosky. So and then everyone who was coming over from London at the time, I would meet all these people. And I was so fortunate. And so a lot of in the next, you know, my my path my path became being able to bring some of that back to the next generation giving them access so uh, to those mentors to peers and so that's where you know a speed rack with our judging how we would bring those legends there because it's important that we have a connection back to the community and we keep uh, encouraging them to grow learn and I think that's kind of been where my last few years have been is really trying to help elevate access uh, to more and more people bring a more diverse uh, group of individuals to craft bartending and just try to make sure everyone has resources to really grow in this as a business because it is a business and we all should be treating it in that way. And, and I think it's just asking for the resources we all need. Right. So what are you looking forward to? Who are you thinking might get to the top this year? I mean, I think can we push you? You can push me. I mean, I think what's interesting is it's going to be a very dynamic year. I, you know, I always look at the 51 to 100 as a place of inspiration because I feel like those are so exciting. So I was really happy to see a bunch of bars there that are very new and really, really working hard. People I really respect. In the top 50, I think it's kind of, the, the game has changed. Who knows? The game has changed because we weren't traveling around. Mm. Just, so how voting worked this year was a little bit different. You know, people could nominate more in their own country than they were previously. So I feel like it's it's a very interesting, you know, dynamic. Uh, so. Exactly. And also, one, one last thing I wanted to ask. What does the World 50 Best Bars mean to you? How does it help propel other bars so I think the you know the valuable part of it is exposure you like everyone needs that and I think we really saw that in the pandemic right it was how bars and restaurants uh, were so resilient how they how they kept communicating how they changed business models to keep in touch with their consumer um, you know the 50 best gives that opportunity your name's on the list and whether you're in 1 to 50 or 51 to 100 mm-hmm. someone knows your name now and your bars are being looked at and you have that opportunity if it can translate into commerce to help support those bars and restaurants then I'm all for it and so that that's where I think it's it's really about that but it's also you know a bigger responsibility once you receive those titles um, you have now a responsibility to continue great hospitality and take care of your teams and be um, an example for other 
bars that want to open and, and to do the things the right way. So I encourage everyone to take that, that very seriously, the honor and know that you're now uh, a leader and you, and you have to behave as such. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you make it look easy, but we know there's a lot of hard work's gone into that. And one last thing. So you've won Bartender's Bartender this year. What would you say to any aspiring bartenders? What would your words of wisdom be to them coming up? Sure. My words of wisdom for any bartenders always be accountable um, and be honest. And I think that's always the best. Like you don't need to know everything. Don't pretend you do. Asking for help is the most powerful thing you can do. It's not a sign of weakness. When you can ask somebody for, hey, I want to get to this position. How can you help me? What are the things I need to do? And then you follow through. Um, that's how you start moving up. That's how you start getting to where you need to be. But you also have to be accountable for that. You know, it's not just, hey, I want someone to help me out. And then you drop the ball and you don't follow through. Um, you know, there's work on both sides. So I see that a lot with mentorship. It's how you come together and bring it. Um, and it's a work, a relationship that has to build together and grow together. So that would be the best advice. But like I said, being vulnerable and, and talking about what you don't know is the most important thing rather than pretending you have it and learning the wrong way, because it will be discovered at some point. So <laughs> just don't fake it till you make it, like actually demand what you want to know and ask for it um, and use all your other brilliant skill sets to, to help you get the other ones you need. You heard it here first. <laughs> you heard it here first, right from the bartender's bartender of the year. Thank you so much, Lynette. Oh, thank Always you. an absolute pleasure to see you. I can't think of a more worthy recipient. Yeah. Oh, Congratulations you. once again. Thank you so again. much. Cheers. Okay, so we're backstage now. It's just all of the awards have been announced, which has been absolutely amazing. There's been some great news and wonderful new bars that are happening. So let's find out who we're with now. So please tell us your names and where you're from. My name is Walter from Hanky Panky, Mexico City. Marvelous. Hi, my name is Gina from Hanky Panky in Mexico City. Fantastic. Hi, my name is Ismael de Hanky Panky. And so tell us, which award have you just won? We've just heard some great news. Fantastic. Yeah, we just won the this, I don't know, highest new entry. Yeah, and what, what number did you come in at? Number 12. Wow. Number 12. That is incredible. So from zero right through to number 12, there's something very, very yeah. special about your bath. Tell us, why do you this award what's so special about your bar because we haven't been able to get there yet well i don't know if we we should say there's like something special what what i can tell you is like we work from our heart and even on pandemic and in the worst case scenarios that we had in in mexico city we gave it all we traveled around the world we did what we could we we got we hosted all the bars and all the friends that we could, and we worked our ass off really hard <laughs> yeah. to this to and this price. Off. It really yeah. has uh, off. Can you tell us a little bit about the bar itself? You know, when you open the story, you know, the menu. Well, uh, we are inspired in a classic cocktail from one of the first uh, woman uh, bartender that it's like written in history that it's Ada Coleman. So we decided to take uh, her story and make it even bigger and make a bar all about her and her uh, like classic cocktail hanky banky. And how long has the bar been open? Hace six, six, six years. Six years. Fantastic. So this has been an incredible year for all of you. And how has the bar scene been in Mexico City? How has the pandemic affected 
cocktail scene in Mexico? Well, as in every part of the world, pandemic affected like hospitality scene really hard. But I think it's one of the cities that most improved. Like to see that there are four Mexican bars Absolutely. in the list. Absolutely, it's incredible. Yeah, it's just a result of hard working and also because Mexico was wasn't so hard with the restrictions. So if you got the way to make it happen, I think that's a good advantage. So tell us, tell our listeners, why should they come to Hanky Panky? I think that if they want to try like good drinks and like be hosted with like a lot of hospitality and love, we are really passionate about what we do and we put our heart and souls every day to making those cocktails and to be part of the lives and experience of the people so it's it's more that we're more than drinks we try to give them a really cool experience for them to have and to always uh, like cherish and, and you've you're all grinning obviously and you're already happy have you managed to share the news with everyone back no. back home yeah no. yeah they're going to be so proud of you guys we're, we're trying to let it simmer a little bit yeah and which other bars on the list were you surprised by or that you really supported that you're happy to see on the list well i think we we're like family with a lot of bars in the list like seeing Pradiso being number three which are really great friend of us seeing clumsies again seeing connaught like winning like 1930 also like there's a lot of bars that we've been partnering around and traveling around the world seeing salmon guru like it's it's incredible and obviously our friends from limantur now they scale up all the way to number five it's great yeah. incredible mexico rocks now <laughs> yeah we can't <laughs> wait to uh, come and see you in person over there yeah thank you once again it's been great to yeah. meet you and we can't wait till we can yeah congratulations guys We're here with two gorgeous ladies and we just want to find out what they've won and how they're feeling. So first of all, can you introduce yourself and tell us where you're from and then we'll get into the nitty gritty. Uh, my name is Haley Traub. I am the general manager at Attaboy New York. Fantastic. And I am Riley Perrin Ellis and I'm from Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, fantastic. And you're also Attaboy as well, not just floating in Nashville. Not just here randomly. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly part of the Attaboy in Nashville, yes. So tell us about the award that you've just won. Absolutely. So we uh, were just honored with the Legend of the List Award. And it basically is sort of a compilation of over the years, a uh, bar or excuse me, a bar that has uh, placed high throughout the years that 50 Best has existed. And we have been fortunate to be placed on the uh, top end of the list in our almost nine years of operation now. So we were honored with the Legend of the List as we head into year nine. Did you know that that was happening or? We didn't. Um, We kind of, you know, when when people started asking, you know, if we were going to come, like, oh, you've got to be in London. We want to see you in London. We started thinking like, Mm, okay, something's something's up here. Something's up. (laughs) I was like, no one wants to hang out with me that bad. Uh, (laughs) um, So we had had an inkling. um, That something was happening. Uh, But it was, you know, it was still a very pleasant surprise and honor. So um, we actually, we did go to Attaboy, didn't we? When right, it when first it opened, first opened back in I the think day. it was, um, it hadn't even officially opened. No, we, we banged on the door, door and said, can we come in? <laughs> and someone um, let us in rather <laughs> weirdly, but it was amazing, yeah. really, really good. So I'm but, not surprised that yeah. you've won this. But it'd be great if you could, for our listeners, tell us a, a little bit about the bar history, the story behind it. 
Absolutely. Um, so it is a, the, the four walls of Attaboy contain a lot of history. In that 1999, Milk and Honey opened in that space on New Year's Eve of 99, um, operated there for many years before moving a little further north in Manhattan. Sam and Michael, our two owners, worked uh, with Sasha at Milk and Honey. And when Milk and Honey moved, they took over the space and created Attaboy in 2013. So lots of history there. Lots of, you know, modern classic cocktails have come out of that space. A lot of what we do in the bar world is uh, because of that space, is because of Sasha, is because of Milk and Honey. And we like to think is because of Attaboy. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. So t- tell us a, bit, a little bit about the, the, the drinks we can look forward to when we come back again. Oh, the drinks. Well, I mean, our, the whole premise is sort of that we base everything off of conversation. So we, you know, ask enough questions to see what you're feeling, spirits you'd like to go with, styles of drinks you're in the mood for, flavors, that kind of thing. And then we just sort of mental Rolodex from there. So it's very, very like individually based. It's lovely and personalized. I love that. And that's one of the reasons I think anybody that does visit New York should definitely go to get that experience. And each day, each shift is different because every guest interaction is different. And it's just absolutely wonderful. It's such a pleasure. It must make things really interesting for you guys as well. So you're not just following a formula, you know, yes, of course, you have a bank of cocktails that you pull out but it's tailored to that guest so how does it differ would you say to other bars that you've worked in well first and foremost it's really hard working at attaboy is hard (laughs) um the the bartenders that i've known in this family over the years are some of the hardest working most dedicated most knowledgeable bartenders i've ever met because we have to know hundreds of cocktails um and we have to understand you know classics and we have to understand cocktail families and formulas and i have worked at bars where we have a menu of 8 10 12 cocktails seasonally and it gets a little boring for me you know you you get to then because there's always the really popular cocktails on the menu that you're just making those four or five all the time and that's the biggest difference is Working here is such a creative challenge and an intellectual challenge. And it's, like I said, incredibly hard to work at Attaboy. And but you I, love it. And I, we love it. We love it. We're we maybe, you know, maybe yeah. we're masochists. I don't know. But, um, and that's honestly, it's one of the things that we say to people who are interested, like, you up for a challenge? You yeah. into it? And uh, we we think it it pays off, and you know certainly customers appreciate it and feel like they're getting a special experience and they're getting something they really want to be drinking. And ultimately, at the end of the day, that's what's important for us. And that's why you're legends of the list. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and just going back to the list now, apart from the the award that you won, were there any surprises? Any things that you know that you were happy to see people, friends, and bars that you usually go to? So many new entries, so many folks that That's this was great. their first year. And that that's what's exciting mm. because while we are incredibly honored to have been, you know, featured for no, almost nine years now, you get to a point where you almost want, you know, the next the next class to rise up, right? You're like, okay, we've we've had our moment in the sun. Now it's time for everyone else to get theirs. Because especially after the past year and a half that we have had going through the pandemic, to see these places, you know, places that have opened during the pandemic, places that have pivoted like crazy during the pandemic, seeing them come in and get their moment was really exciting. And you as well? Do you? I uh, second everything she just said. Um, <laughs> 
this is also my first time here. And I think I maybe know a few less people in the industry than Haley does herself. So it's been just a pleasure to come and be able to meet so many people and to see everyone in action and see everyone interact. Um, it's just, it's been an honor. And also it just confirms what a great industry this is yeah, actually, absolutely. doesn't it? So absolutely. thank you so much. You. And we will thank see you, you when we can travel again to please, New York. I think we can, show. but yeah. yeah. Congratulations yeah. again, guys. <laughs> thank, you. thank you. Thank you. My name is Mike Capaferi and I work at Thunderbolt in Los Angeles. Fantastic. I'm Jamal Arif, and I work at Thunderbolt Los Angeles also. And so tell us, what have you won today? We're here at the 50 Best Bar Award, obviously, and you have won a special award. So can you tell us about it? Well, we were very surprised to win uh, the first award given out, and we had no warning that we would be going up on stage, <laughs> but we won the One to Watch Award. Um, it's our first time on the list, and we're thrilled about that and honored, and uh we have a ton of stuff planned, so I think we are one to watch. So wow. fantastic! So can you tell us a little bit about the bar itself? A bit about background, the story, the you know what we can look forward to when we visit. Yeah, Thunderbolt is in historic Filipino town. It's kind of in a space where um, you know it's really just neighborhood and really just a lot of people live there. Not a lot of bars, restaurants, or anything like that. So getting an award like this is definitely something special. It's for um, just the neighborhood in general. We are a neighborhood bar first and foremost. People in the neighborhood are the people that we generally know, the people that we serve. Um, so being recognized on this level is definitely something special. The bar is a menu that is put together by the entire staff, led by Mike Capaferi, and just trying to kind of push a, a more original and kind of like different idea of how drinks can be served. Mm. So when you found out that you'd won the award, what was your first emotions? Well, my first emotion was um, total shock. I hope they don't make me say something because we planned nothing. You know, they told us we were in the, the 51 to 100. So we didn't plan to be making an appearance on stage. And uh, thank God I wore a tie because my mother was watching. And, you know, I didn't want to disappoint her. But it's an, it's an incredible honor. We're, we're tiny. We, we have never spent a dollar on PR. We don't have a marketing team. We wow, that's are a little fantastic. neighborhood bar that is not in a like walking neighborhood. We... We, we serve the community first and we like our whole effort is a humanitarian effort. And so, yeah, we're super proud to be recognized because we are we're the little guy. We're tiny. That's yeah. so incredible. It's really great. And as you say, with no PR behind you, so it's a genuine thing, which is absolutely fantastic. When you think of all of the bars in the world, all over the world, and you are the one to watch that is so fantastic so congratulations what else should we know about the bar what should people know about it you know i gotta give this to mike really because the vision comes from him and um there's a lot of plans going on there's a lot of work going on behind the scenes so mike tell us i I I think our vision is, is still what it was from the beginning and that is to sort of like change people's perception on how to make drinks. We don't fit within like a, a school of bartending like most of the great bars do. We sort of make our own our own rubrics for how cocktails are built and how they're presented. And really the main effort is to remove the pretentiousness from us from the from the craft of bartending. There's fourteen to twenty four hours of work that goes into every cocktail, but when we serve it to you, it takes a second. It takes the same every time. Your bartender's in a t-shirt, the music is loud and fun, there is no pretentiousness, there is no alienating of people who aren't cocktail people. We want to be a bar for everybody. So that's our whole goal. And because you are a neighborhood bar, I guess you've got a really loyal following, yeah? It's, it's uh, I would say they're like rabid more than loyal. Like, <laughs> it's pretty amazing. If, if we see a face in there, we see them 
five times a week. Most, I would say 75% of our clientele can walk there. The other 25% are bartenders and chefs. And that, you know, like we're so, we're so proud to be like the bartender's bar in the neighborhood. Lovely. And also just if we go through some of the surprises on the list, were there any that shocked you or surprised you or... I mean, so I, I couldn't believe that was Hanky Panky's first time on the list. That I bar is incredible. <laughs> like, un, like one of the best bar experiences I've ever had. It was incredible. Yeah, I mean, not surprised that Connaught won because mm. it's Connaught. But yeah, I mean, there was a few first entrants that I couldn't believe were first entrants. But yeah, Hanky Panky, amazing. Good. And Mentor, so great. And I don't only yeah. mean to like harp on Mexico City bars. Like they're amazing. But um, yeah, there was like... We're just honored to be part of the U.S. bars. There, there, yes. There's so few and it's a small contingent and we're just like thrilled that we get to be part of that. Fantastic. Thank you so much yeah. and congratulations. Congratulations, guys. Thank, Thank you. you so much. So we're here with the winners of this year's 50 Best Bars List 2021. Tell and us, t- guys. T- tell us who you are for our listeners, please. Well, we're a group of uh, young bartenders <laughs> that, uh, who have an uh, uncommon passion of hospitality before then uh, everything else. Has your bar got a name, by the way? Okay. <laughs> I think uh, you should know by now about uh, Conno Bar, which is based at the Conno Hotel in the heart of uh, Mayfair. Fantastic. And so this is the second year that the Conno has been voted number one in the world. That is absolutely fantastic and absolutely well-deserved. We cannot think of anybody that we're happier to see at the top of the list. But how does it feel for you guys? Because getting it one year is great. Securing it for another year, how does that feel? Let's so, talk to George. Last year felt incredible. This year feel impossible. But here we are, you know, like we don't work for awards we don't work for prices we we work for our daily basis operation for our guests for our team for our company for our manager for our family for our friends for everybody it's not there's not a plan behind it it's every day he makes sure that we make people feel special and unique and suddenly eventually pays off and what would you like to say mara i think it's special this year is uh, extra special we had the opportunity to to live again the the award ceremony live together, surrounded by not only the team but surrounded by a lot of people, all our friends and family around the world, the community, and uh, there was a lot of love and passion in one room, and that was really special. And making it to the number one again, I think this is like something that yeah is. I don't know, it's impossible. <laughs> we didn't process that yet. I think with Algo, we've been saying that we didn't wake up from the dream, if it's like a dream. And uh, we need we need, we need, need the time to process. And uh, we need to see the team, most importantly. We really need, we have a physical need to see them. And, um, and once we see all of them and we are all together in the same room, it's gonna make, it's gonna be real. And it will make it special. I think uh, once we're going to be back all together with uh, all the team, everybody, I think the emotion will be uncontrollable. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. We've got a new face here (laughs) and it's fantastic. So how long have you been at the Connaught Ricardo? I've been in the Connaught Bar for two years and a half almost. Right. So so you've been there since it's been voted number one. You must be the lucky charm. No, uh, <laughs> so my first shift actually was the uh, World 50 Best Bar 2019. Right. That night, we were placed at the Best Bar in Europe. And then 
after all, was just a dream. Yeah, it's every day and day after with these incredible people, uh, with the family, which is my teammates and two workers at the bar, and at my home, which is the corner bar. Just been an amazing journey, and I can't wait to see what it's what's going on for us. And what does it mean, really, to be the best bar in the world? Sandra, I moved to London because I wanted to be a bartender. That was very far from being at the helm of of this industry. And there, I, I can't still realize, you know, day after day, after last year, you know, we work in a bar, we host people, we, we make cocktail for people. I don't know. It's really it's hard a, to express. It's the question, yeah, yeah, I know, absolutely. But also, the, the thing that you, you guys all talk about is the, the, almost like a family. And you've been going a long time now as a bar, but everyone who comes in, you, you just bring them in. How do you nurture people that come in and keep that family spirit going? Bar has been open for 13 years, and Dago uh, kept the vision alive since day one, was the 8, 8, 2008. But they're what we embrace and the people they last they stay like me and Mara we've been there for seven years and the guys is a, at least two years because are all people they understand the vision and they embrace it without asking questions without trying to change it it's like it's a philosophy family you know collective call it as you like but it's what you understand and you feel part of. So you don't want to let anyone down from the guests to the management. So that's, that's what we do. That's, that's how it works. So you guys have been voted number one. Were there any surprises on the list or anybody else that you'd like to shout out to that were on the list this year? I'm very pleased about uh, Mexico and, uh, and Italy as well. Uh, I think it's, uh, you know, it feels like that's... Uh, where also also Stockholm did yes. very well. Also Stockholm did well. You know, but Italy and Mexico they kind of embrace this simplicity of hospitality in a genuine way. So it's kind of nice to see that those uh, countries that uh, they're making it true as well as we're part of it. You know, I'm half Mexican, uh, half Italian. Of so. course. And every bar that's here today, they all want to be voted number one. What is your? What would you say to people about how to aspire to be in a top bar? Not necessarily the number one bar, but the best bar that you can be. To strive to be the best bar that you can be every day, despite uh, any kind of awards that is, is around there. That's the, uh, the the vision that you need to have. Whatever you do the, on daily basis, it feeds the vision. It doesn't feed the goal of. Uh, the awards or the competition. Everything that we always with a genuinity and with a good smile. Good smile. Even in a tough moment. If you don't pass through a tough moment, uh, you're not going to make it. And that is the thing. You, 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 I think you have a lovely saying that we've heard many times. But we would love you to share with our listeners how you sum up your philosophy. Our philosophy is straight up with style. And don't forget the smile, <laughs> which is about the drinks, straight up, and don't forget the smile. Also, it's a life motto. Always chin up and be proud of what you do. Find your purpose. I always do with a smile, even in the toughest moment. Fantastic. That's Amazing. why you're number one. Thank, Thank you. you very much. And congratulations. 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 Thank you.
Thanks for listening to this episode of the Cocktail Lovers podcast. We really hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please tell your friends and make sure you never miss another episode by simply subscribing wherever you get your podcasts. For more details on the people, places and products mentioned today, head over to our website, thecocktaillovers.com. 